thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week. I'm Claire Armstrong and today I'm looking towards the heavens with this question from Lute. How did the moon get its markings? To find out what's really going on up there, I spoke to planetary expert Professor David Rothery from the Open University. What's actually causing all of these craters? Is it, is it meteorites? It, it's meteorites. It's cosmic debris, chunks of rock, chunks of ice, sometimes bits of comet, that will hit the moon at 20, 30 or so kilometres per second. 30 kilometres a second. That's fast. And that's why you get craters which are about 30 times as big as the object that hits the surface. And if you think about the moon going around the Earth, keeping the same face to the Earth all the time, that means that the moon has a leading side and a trailing side. As you look at the moon in the sky, from the northern hemisphere at least, it's the left-hand side of the moon that's travelling forwards and the right-hand edge of the moon that's being dragged along behind it. So it's the forwards travelling hemisphere of the moon which is facing into danger. So it's that that's travelling towards the debris and the, and the other side is travelling away from the debris. So it's the moon's leading edge that has more impacts, about 1.4 times as many craters as the trailing hemisphere. Why is it that if the Earth's gravity is stronger than the moon's gravity, why is it that these meteorites weren't coming to Earth? Why did they end up hitting the moon instead? Okay, well, the Earth's gravity is certainly strong enough to keep the moon in orbit around the Earth, but something that's whizzing past the Earth at 40 kilometres per second is scarcely going to notice the Earth before it's gone past the Earth. If you miss the Earth, there's still a fair chance you'll hit the moon. So the moon, the Earth doesn't get in the way of much that's headed towards the moon. A much bigger effect on the density of craters on the moon is the fact that the moon keeps the same side forward all the time as it orbits the Earth. When do you think was the last time that the moon had to sustain one of these super-fast meteorites? Oh, the moon is being hit by crater-forming impactors all the time. They can be recorded from Earth. If you look at the night side of the moon with sensitive equipment, you can see the occasional flash as something hits the moon's surface and causes a glow. So we know that at the present day we've got more impacts on the leading side than on the trailing side. We think the moon has been having an asymmetric distribution of impact events for at least three and a half billion years. Well, there you have it. The Earth isn't quite as effective a shield against meteorites as you might have thought. There are some seriously speedy ones out there. Now, to whet your appetite for next time, we'll be tackling this question from Natasha. Hi, Naked Scientists. My question is, why does my stomach loudly grumble when I'm hungry? Interesting question, Natasha. What is the cause of those noises? For me, they always crop up somewhere quiet, like the library. If you think you know the answer, then we'd love to hear from you. Tweet us at Naked Scientists, 
Find us on Facebook, or of course, there's always the forum, nakedscientist.com slash forum. Remember to tune in next week to find out what we've digested. Thanks for listening. I'm Claire Armstrong, and this has been Question of the Week. See you next time. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.